Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. This is New York Game Day with Anita Marks and Chris Canty on 98.7 ESPN. Chris, we bring in Patricia Trenia. She's been covering the Giants, well, for quite a while. Patricia, it's been a while since I've seen you, my friend. How are you? I'm great. How are you both this morning? Fantastic. Uh, but we're thrilled that you're joining us. Uh, first and foremost, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I'm, I'm a little perplexed. I, I teed this up for Chris not too long ago. Like, in regard to Sterling Shepard, right? Like, this is a young man who's been dealing with concussion symptoms, not just this season, but last season. I know he saw a specialist, uh, and he's expected to be active today. Uh, is that surprising to you that the Giants haven't shut him down, Patricia? It is. It is. Um, we're, we're talking about a brain here. We're not talking about a bone that can heal. We're not talking about, you know, a cut that can heal. You only get one brain, and unfortunately, as it is, uh, in the normal course of life, we lose brain cells as we get older. So you add to that concussions and whatnot, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree with it, especially in a, in a lost season. But, you know, even if it weren't a lost season, I wouldn't agree with it. You know, this is a young man who has a young family, another baby on the way. But, you know, with that said, he knows how he feels. It's his decision. I don't agree with what he's doing. I don't agree with what the team is doing, but it's unfortunately it's not our call to make. Patty, how much does the development of Daniel Jones factor into the Giants trying to push and and have Sterling Shepard available? I think that has something to do with it. You know, you want to try and give this kid as many weapons as possible, and he hasn't had his full, you know, complement of of weapons. And I believe, no, no, not this week, Ingram's out. I was going to say they still haven't done it. But, um, yeah, you want to give him every opportunity to succeed, to get comfortable. And I do think that might have a small part of it. But it, it boils down to, and Chris, I think you, you could probably, you know, speak to this better than I can. But when you're an athlete, you probably think you're invincible and you're not going to let much stop you if, if at all possible when you have a job to do and, you, you know, you're playing for pride. So I think that has something to do with, with the decision with Shepard as well. Again, Patricia Trinia joining us here, uh, writer for the New York Giants, Maven Sports, Sports Illustrated, and of course, a host of the daily Locked On Giants podcast. With that being said, Pat Shermer seemed to um, hammer home a message during the bye week, and that is that not just that everybody hates to lose, but what are you doing to help this team win? Based on what you've seen from Pat Shermer, there's been some speculation about his job security, Patricia. Based on what you've seen from Pat Shermer this season, what, what's a realistic expectation for Pat Shermer in 2020? That's a good question, Anita. Initially, I thought that he would be back for 2020, but with significant changes to his coaching staff. And then I got to thinking about it this week, and I actually wrote a column about this, and I said that even if they bring him back and they say to him, okay, Pat, you know what? You've got to get rid of Betcher. You've got to get rid of this guy. You've got to get rid of that guy. You've got to give up play calling. At the very least now, uh, Shermer becomes at least a, a coach on the hot seat before the season even begins, because if he doesn't turn it around, with, even with changes, he's probably not going to see 2021. So with that said, when you start to, you know, if you start making coaching changes and you start to recruit guys, how 
how do you think he's going to do in that process? Is he going to be able to get some of the top flight assistant coaches who, who are going to look at the situation and say, hmm, this guy's probably on a one-year borrowed time, you know, time frame. So if he doesn't turn it around, I'm going to have to go look for a job all over again. I'd rather go someplace where there's a little bit more stability. So it's kind of a catch-22 here. And I have to think that if the Giants continue to lose, Shermer might not be you know, on such solid ground as I initially thought he might have been for 2020. Patricia, going into this specific matchup with the Chicago Bears, I mean, the Bears are one of the worst passing offenses in the National Football League, and the Giants have struggled in pass coverage defensively. How do you see this playing out in terms of who wins that that matchup in this game? Well, you know, unfortunately, the Giants' defense, the pass defense especially, has been the cure-all for what's ailed other offenses that have struggled. I mean, you look at what they did against the Jets, and now all of a sudden the Jets look like they, you know, they had a solid passing offense. But as far as the expectation goes, you know, I understand they're going to make some tweaks to the to the scheme, you know, I think they're going to maybe simplify things a little bit more. I think they're going to get some of these younger guys like Julian Love in there um, that we haven't seen prior. But, um, you know, the, the Bears still, if you're not getting home with the rush and you're not, and you're giving Mitchell Trubisky all day to throw, um, he could probably make some of those throws and, and, and burn you, and that concerns me. So to answer your question, Chris, I, I'm, I still have concerns about this. I need to see it, and I need to see that they're on the right track and that you know they've made enough changes to, to plug some of these issues they've been having. Patricia, last question for me. Uh, Trubisky, uh, Mr. Trubisky, has, has been um, announced that he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears against the Giants today. Did you have uh, any conversation with a number of the Giants defensive players uh, this week once that announcement was made? And, and, and what do they kind of share with you what they think of Trubisky? Well, you know, I mean, they're, they're going to. They're going to go on record and they're going to say all the right things. You know, we respect him. He's a good quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, what do you expect from them? I mean, they're not going to sit there and say, oh, good, we're going to, you know, we're going to get five million interceptions and stuff like that. But, you know, you can kind of look at the body language and you can you can say that, you know, there was some help that, okay, maybe we're going to get catch a little bit of a break. But with that said, they all know they've got to step up. It doesn't matter if I'm back here throwing passes. They have to step up and they have to do their job. So, um, you know, that's what it boils down to. But Patricia, last question from me. Has there been any conversations within the building about limiting Saquon Barkley's touches down the stretch and what amounts to being a lost season? You know, that seems to be more of the narrative outside the building. In the building, Saquon has said, He does not want to be shut down. He wants to be out there. He wants to be a part of the solution moving forward. You know, he's a team captain. He takes that very seriously. And he was, quite frankly, I think he was really upset that he had to miss games and practices because he couldn't go physically. So I don't think there are talks to limit him because, again, if you look at Pat Shermer, I think to a degree he's playing for his job. So if he's playing for his job, he's going to want all his best players out there. And, you know, we've seen this before in, in, in football and in other sports as well. They, when a coach is on the hot seat, he's going to bring out the big gun, so to speak. And I think they're going to continue to run with Saquon. They should have some success today, I would think, because the Bears have been banged up the middle, uh, banged up 
through the middle of their defense. And uh, the hope is, is that Saquon, who desperately wants to redeem himself after, you know, that one-yard rushing performance against the Jets a couple weeks ago, that he's going to be in there. But I would like to see them maybe lighten his load a little bit. He does take, like, over 50% of the snaps every week, including those as a decoy. Why not give some of those snaps to Wayne Gallman? Why, you know, take some of the pounding off this kid and just put him on the field for those times when there's a chance he's going to be involved with touching the ball. Great, great topic, Patricia. Thank you so much again. Patricia Trainer joining us here on New York Game Day. Enjoy the game, Patty. Thank you Thanks, so much. Guys. You got it. This is New York Game Day with Anita Marks and Chris Canty on 98.7 ESPN.